Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Thanks for listening to the Sinner and Saint, brother. On demand. A Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all of your heating and air conditioning needs. And air conditioning needs. Needs, needs, needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. The fan. The fan. Go to servicepatriots.com. Sports. Oh, this is so good. The Final Frontier. These are the voices of the sinner and the saint. Did you really think that after absolutely blowing your butt out in game one? Did they blow their butt out? Yes, they blew their collective butts out to try to get that win. Their weekly mission to provide hot takes, medium takes, mild takes, to boldly go where no show has gone before. Take me to Flavortown. Luke Anderson. You're welcome. You're welcome, world. Will Darkens. I know what you're thinking. What will the butt test tell us that the <laughs> nose test didn't? The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan. The Odyssey. Math. just turned into a gigantic Mexican. And 1080thefan.com. Hour two! If you miss anything from hour one, shame on you. What are you doing with your... I know this is normally hour one, nine o'clock, but guess what? It's college football season. We got Ducks game day all day today. So we start at eight. Ducks game day right here on the fan starts at 10. You get the pregame show uh, with Jerry and Georgie starting at 1230. And the kick is 230. So uh, you know what? We're happy to adjust our time. So if you missed hour one, uh, don't worry. Podcast is available. Service pros provide that for you. Uh, also. Service Pros is your comfort solution for all of your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners, fan listeners, Sinner and Saint listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. And if you don't know where to get the podcast, Will, do you know where to get the podcast? Uh, <clears throat> Odyssey and uh, local grocer, freezer section. That's right. So you can get it anywhere. You had a story that you wanted to start hour two. You told me to remind you. I said, eating ravenously like a monster. Kick, so, cued you up. For as it. you know, I uh, went to San Francisco. I took a week off, a uh, weekend. Actually, I didn't off. realize you went to San Francisco. Well, that's how, where I went. How was uh, the uh, beautiful Emerald City? It was good. It's not the Emerald City. Come on. I didn't call it that. I did. And oh. then you didn't even pick up on it. <laughs> it was good. That was good. Yeah, it was good. I had a really great time. Um, 
Now, the one caveat to this was that um, I might have embarrassed my wife on the flight. Oh, really? You so, get a little gassy? Do you have cabbage the night before? Well, no. So we did. did um, you have diarrhea all the way down the cabin of the plane? No. Do you take mushrooms and try to cut off the fuel line? No, I didn't do that. Oh, I think you're fine. No, I am here. Yeah. Not in court right now. That's fair point. Um, no. So we got these tickets and we did this because we had planned our honeymoon and we were going to go uh, to Europe back in 2019. And then COVID happened and yeah. our flights got canceled. Yep. And we had all these airline uh, vouchers. Sure. Or these credits, rather. And so it took us uh, a very long time to figure out what to do with them. And they were going to expire at the end of this year. Ooh, don't want that. Uh, we have a son now who's two years old. We obviously aren't going back to Europe. Uh, Why is that obvious? Well, I'm not taking a two-year-old to Europe. Yeah, but don't you have like parents and people you trust to hang out with the two-year-old? Yeah, not for a week and a half. Yeah, all right. Yeah. All right. Um, Your choice. Yeah. Nah, week and a half seemed like too yep, much. I got you. No worry. And so we were like, okay, you know what? Let's go to San Francisco for like four days. Sure. And the flight vouchers were enough that it was like, hey, we could actually fly first class. Nice. And even though it's like a short flight, like yeah. we were just like, let's just do it. This is fun. First class is fun. Yeah, it's just Love a good time. That. Yep. And so we get on the first flight and it's uh we have a layover you know whatever a connection flight to seattle we had to sure. go to seattle then you go to the hey, sfo that makes your first class flight longer win-win yes now the first flight was on a little tiny plane and the first class was you know glorified your seats up front and you have a little bit more room hey, so here's, here's a here's a water for you before we take off. yeah exactly yeah, yeah. no so I, we get on there and, one of those boxed waters uh, yeah no it's just like a you know tiny water yeah and you get on there, and we're kind of sitting there, and my wife goes, I kind of feel like an imposter, you yeah. know, in first class, because, you know, we've, we've never done this before. And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I, I feel fine up here. It's whatever. So we get off that flight, <laughs> and then we change over. No big deal. It's whatever. Yeah. Uh, well, it's I roll. Uh, well, because we were in this, you know, tiny plane. At yeah. that point, it wasn't hitting me. I was just kind of like, gotcha. you know, I don't don't feel any different. I mean, we're up front, and I get more leg room, but whatever. And yeah. so... You know, we get off SeaTac and then we change over to the what SFO. Are, what airline plane. are you on? Well, um, uh, Delta. Okay. So we we get off at SeaTac, we go over to SFO. Before that, I'm very hungry and I say I want to get a burrito. So I get this burrito from Kudoba, and I get on. And you know, they do first class. You're first on. Yep. And I didn't really realize it at the time, but uh, Megan told me after we got off. She's like, "This was her telling of it." She goes, "We sit down, and." Before your ass could even hit the seat, you were unwrapping your burrito, and you spent the next three minutes just breathing heavily and inhaling it. And she goes, and this is while everybody is boarding past you guys. And so every single person on the plane, other than like you, first one thought everybody's like, "What's with this guy?" I love that. And she goes, "Yeah." She goes, "Yeah." Every person passing looks at you. All of them. She goes, I kept track because my eyes were there, like looking at you in horror. And then like each person who walked by looked at you like you had some deficiency. Yeah, Were you on the aisle too? Yeah, oh, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm in the aisle. Oh, yeah. Like people were just trying watching out for like little bits of burrito flying into the aisle. And she goes, and then the flight attendant, she goes, I noticed him because he wasn't greeting anyone. She goes, 
He was just sitting at the front of the plane watching you <laughs> eating this burrito <laughs> with, his, <laughs> with his mouth slightly open. Just kind of, just like a, what, what is wrong with this guy? Is wrong with him? And that guy was super nice to me. <laughs> yeah, because you might eat him. Yes. And he didn't let up on the burrito either. He oh, goes, good. why didn't you bring one for me? Came back around. Uh, would you like some snacks? I know you don't. Right. <laughs> You're you got burrito. your fill at the start of the flight. And making these little comments. And I remember uh, by the end of the flight, I was kind of like, you know, what? what is he talking about? It wasn't until we got off the flight that Megan was just like, you know how you said you didn't feel like the imposter syndrome? She's like, you really should have felt it back there. <laughs> She's like, that was embarrassing. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, Congratulations. That's fantastic. So, Happy honey. That was my experience uh, on first class. I don't think I'm ready for it. Can, I, what I'm can I tell you what's great is uh, is she gets to tell that story forever now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Like it's. Yeah. I mean, it's probably we probably won't go on first class again until maybe we're older and don't have kids in the house. But like she'll probably remember that up until then. Just be like, you're not bringing any food on this flight. It's not happening. But it yeah. was great. Yeah. I didn't realize it, but she was like, yeah, each person that walked by just looked at you like you were eating a live animal. Very good stuff. Congratulations. Congratulations. Give yourself a round of applause. Uh, that is excellent. Excellent work by you. Um, I don't feel it at all. Yeah, I look forward to talking to Megan about that. I want to hear her version of the story because you probably gave yourself like the even a little more credit than you deserve. Oh, no. No, this is... <laughs> I didn't realize it till later, but then I thought about it and I was like, "Yeah." What was your behavior like? I on was the flight, destroying that burrito. on the flight back. What was how good was your behavior? Were you? Oh, uh, I, I I toned it down. Model citizen. Yeah, yeah. Tried not I to. read and just yeah. tried to keep very quiet. And, well, I belong here. Yeah, but then you got back and you're like, "No, I don't." Yeah, no. I, I, try in I don't belong in first class. Yeah, yeah. We will we will occasionally get upgraded to first class because uh, we're you know pretty important people mm, mm-hmm. um but yeah it's uh it, it's never been a place where i've felt out of sorts but at the same time i've never eaten a burrito like it was the only food that i've had in months <laughs> so it's a good strategy i know I, you know it's funny too is i got on that flight like i looked back like at like how close the seats were and everything like because you know how they do it now you know they're packing you in there yeah. i look back at that and there was even like a little part of me that was just like oh that must be terrible <laughs> So funny. A real next, air about me. Like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. The next time you get on a flight, you'll feel you'll feel a little bit of that. My <laughs> my wife my wife is always like, oh, they didn't upgrade me to first class. Yeah. At least we got premium, premium first class. Yeah. Um. All right, young man. Uh. I am ready to hear how excited you are about this mid-season tournament ah yes uh i mean i want to i want to get i want to hear you know the blazers first six games i do want to i do want to give amazing i'm going to give you free reign i will i will set you up you can do whatever you like but i feel like now is the time uh that we've got a little room for it we'll get back into football before the end of the show uh but i want to give you a little blazers room and a little in-season basketball tournament but first uh game day traffic and weather brought to you by victorico's mexican food order victorico's for your game day celebration at victorico's.com here ladies and gentlemen is will call from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Trying to figure out who the designer was of these uh, of these courts. The man they're excited about the NBA Cup. Across the NBA, the logos have been adorned with the uh, trophy. I suppose is what it is. Uh, well, I'm sure is what it is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the trophy uh, is getting hyped pretty hard. Uh, but. Are you even familiar with what's going on with this in-season tournament, uh, Will? Are you keeping up on it? I know you're anti-Blazer man this year. <laughs> Anti-Blazer. Well, yeah. I'm not going to really watch many of the games because I don't have it anymore. Oh. They well, cut root out of my cable package. Well, there you go. And I literally don't want to pay more to watch that. I, that makes sense. So I will catch the national games, okay. the two. So you've not watched a game yet? No, I've watched the game. Okay. So. I've, I've stolen a subscription. <laughs> or uh uh, a sign in to the gotcha. stupid whatever premium root crap. <laughs> uh, okay, so you're familiar with what's going on with this in season tournament. Mm-hmm. Where's your excitement level on this? Um, I mean, it's it's not any larger than what I usually like with the first ten to fifteen games of the NBA season. I usually like to kind of follow it a little bit because I do like to see how teams shake out in the beginning. I don't think it, it doesn't really change much for me. I guess is what I should That's say. That's interesting. I wonder how much it's changing because you are you are a big NBA fan and you always kind of watch these things. I mean, the idea yeah. is is to get people watching when the early in the season when it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Um, you're seeing the media take kind of a um, a different approach to the evaluation of the tournament. The article headlines that I've seen. Uh, paraphrasing here but you know things like uh which teams 
are title contenders that don't have a chance to win the early season tournament. What does this say about whatever? Mm-hmm. So there, you know, it, it gives them a different narrative at least. So I think it has people talking about the NBA. I don't know if they'll get more people watching the NBA. Um, you will have the little bracket that goes. So they'll play these first couple games and then they'll have a bracket and there'll be, you know, a chance for your favorite players to pocket 50,000 to $500,000. It's all very exciting, but I don't know that anybody's going to be really excited about hoisting the, uh, the NBA cup. It feels very much to me like, uh, being a summer league champ. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe a little better. Yeah. Well, if the, if the, if the Blazers won this tournament, would that mean, would that change your opinion of the team at all? Um, well, yeah, I mean, it would change my opinion because it would mean that they're winning more games. See, they've think, already won more games than I expected. I mean, I yeah, know that they beat an zero and six Memphis team yesterday, but yeah, I understand that. I mean, I think that's kind of you know in the context of what we're talking about this tournament, um, like it doesn't that doesn't really factor into how I would see these games. I guess is what I'm saying. Like if they won the tournament, that would equal then the fact that they are winning games. So I would say yeah. to myself, like, yeah, they're far exceeding what they really should be um especially without uh any effectiveness from their number three pick like yeah yeah, that's kind of interesting it'll be interesting to see how teams react to this will will you see there was a little bit more intensity last night the golden state uh thunder game you know had some some immediacy to it it had some controversy at the end which yeah you know maybe maybe the tournament the in-season tournament kind of played into that a little bit there there were some really good games last night so you know maybe the players are 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 feeding off of it you know that amount of money is nothing to them it depends on who the player is, so too. I mean, that's you know the other thing is, yeah. is you you look at it because my this was my thought exactly is is Blazers are a very young team, right? They've got these guys that want to go out, make a name for themselves. Here's an opportunity to do that. The Thunder are another perfect example of that. I wonder if you're the Lakers or the Celtics or the Warriors. You know, you get down to it, and it's like, hey, if we put in max effort, we get to play an extra game. Yeah, that's I, kind of my curiosity. It'll be interesting yeah. to see. So, with that aside, mm. well, I, I guess I, we, I think you and I both have a wait and see approach. If it if it ends up being something cool, if not, yeah, no big deal. We didn't waste it, a lot of time. It is NBA's it. continued effort to turn their product into something similar to European soccer, which is I don't think it's a terrible idea. No, I think I, it's a good idea. I would uh, love I just, relegation. To I'll come have to, to see sports. what happens. Yep. It'll. This will take time, I guess, is what we're trying to say. So we'll go wait and see. What's your impression of the Portland Trailblazers through the first six games? Uh, Exceeding expectations uh, in many ways besides one that I'll get to. Um, Yeah, you know, the guys who play well are playing up to their expectations, of course, except for DeAndre Ayton. He's, you know, that was never really going to work until things started to pan out well. Because basically, once he gets into the paint, everybody just crowds him because they're like, well, nobody else on this roster can <laughs> score there, so I'm going to just guard you quite heavily. Um, you know, Brogdon's been good. He's been, uh, you know, it's it's encouraging to have another actual point guard on the team uh, because that for so long was not the case 
uh, with Damian Lillard. You know, you literally just had him and then CJ went running the offense. Well, and that's if two that's scorers playing point it. guard, too. Yeah. I mean, that's it's yeah. not necessarily. You know. um, so, yeah, I mean, they're exceeding expectations early on. Of course, you know, if you remember last season, this was the same thing. <laughs> they got out of the gates. Right yeah, they got out of the gates year, quick. And we had this same conversation. And I said the same thing to you, which was just, just pump your brakes. I I usually say wait till about the 20 or 25 game mark and then you'll get a good reading on who a team actually is. The one thing I will say that is incredibly concerning that I'm ready to halfway push the panic button on is Scoot Henderson. Now, it's not Scoot Henderson the player because I do believe that he's very talented in certain ways. Okay. I do. I think that from the tape that you see, there's these little flashes where you say to yourself, okay, I can see it. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Here's what I'm concerned about. When are they going to fire Chauncey Billups? Because he doesn't know what he's doing coaching this guy. Really? Why are you shooting threes, Scoot? You are never good at shooting threes. You are shooting 9%. 9% from three-point range. You're throwing in performances that make you look subpar. Again, there are flashes you can see on the on the court where you're like, damn, that guy could be so friggin' dynamic. He could be so great but the defensive liabilities haven't been hidden with him. He's gotten blown by many times. He looks weak on the defensive end. I don't think there's a lot of coaching going on. And this was kind of the fear of bringing Chauncey Billups in, which was like, I don't know how much coaching he knows. Like, I think he can give you maybe some experience or, or something. I, I know he went to, uh, what the media love to call because they love Ty Lue for whatever reason, coaching boot camp with Ty Lue. And then your buddy gave you a head coaching job and then got fired. But like, seriously, when are we going to fire Chauncey Billups? He He's really not a very good coach. Like, it's very easy to see what's going on with Scoot Henderson and then how to correct it, which is to go, hey, man, listen, I know you want to like do some pull up jumpers and shoot threes and everything. You're just not there yet, though. You need to rely on the fact that you have some pretty good shooters on the outside. And what you're really good at is being physical and fast downhill and getting to the hoop. Get your points at the free throw line. And as the season goes on, 
you'll learn the defense. You'll get how to distribute that effort between the yeah. two sides. You're, of the you're ball. fast enough. You're strong enough. Yeah. You, yeah, you got all the tools that you need to do this. Keep leaning into that, and as the season progresses, because let's be honest, the season doesn't matter too much. This is a hodgepodge of players. You can build those skills. I, I, he doesn't seem to be learning anything. It's six, getting it's, better. It's, it's six games, so I will. Yeah, but even Victor Wimbanyama got better every game. And I'm not saying they're leaps and bounds. It was just like you could see, oh, he's catching on to that. He's doing better there. Scoot Henderson, I was promised by many basketball heads like, oh, my God, it's a steal. This guy's going to be insane. He just looks lost. Very yeah. lost. Well, I don't disagree with that. Yeah. That. Certainly, at moments, he's fouled out of a game. He's been in foul yeah. trouble in games, but he had seven assists in the last couple games that he played. Which you know, if at, as, as a young player being a distributor, getting to the guys that could shoot mm-hmm. the ball, I think Shaden Sharp looks incredible. Yes, he yes, is. He is so fluid, and it's funny because he doesn't. He he does not yet command a presence where my eyes are on him at all times, so he can kind of sneak up on. And I'll sit on the offense board, you're like, damn, where did he come from? But he's just such a fluid player. And, you know, like with Scoot, I don't know what I'm going to get. They're fun to watch. That's what I am finding with this team because I don't know what I'm going to get. They've already won, you know, more games than I expected in the early part of the season um, and won close games, which because that's it. In the NBA, it takes time to figure out how to win games at the end. And I thought last night was a perfect example of like, oh, they're gonna they're gonna choke this one away. And not that Memphis is a great team by any stretch of the imagination. Well, no, they haven't won a game. I. But at the same time, <laughs> you just realize that they're going to make mistakes in critical yeah. moments yeah. in games, and they just they, they, they you know it's a few games they haven't, but they yeah. have my attention. Even if they end up being, you know, a lottery team, I think that there's enough pieces that are worth watching. If they end up, you know, finishing where we are, they have some trade pieces at the deadline where they can probably get more value than they're really worth. Mm -hmm. And yeah, for now, I think they're fun to watch. And that's about all I can give them. Well, yeah, and I I would agree with you in that sense. I think that the the goal of this season really should be its development. It is it's 100 yeah. percent development. I think that's why you brought the players in that you did yep. in the off season uh, to help steer that along. You know, bringing Brogdon in was incredible. Was yep. an incredible idea. Well, I like Robert Williams too. I, the Robert athleticism Williams. that they have, like the and even the DeAndre athletic Eaton. potential, just looking at it and just yeah. go, man, these guys are better athletes than we've had in a long time. Yeah, and you're bringing in guys with experience. Mm-hmm. I that's kind of what I thought they were doing, and I was uh, applauding. Joe Cronin for that. I said, well, this is really good because you have these young core pieces. Even Anthony Simons is still considerably young in terms of experience, like on the big And stage. they're winning without him, which is yeah. interesting. Shane Sharp is very young, obviously Scoot Henderson. But like what I was hoping was you would bring these guys in and they would help kind of shepherd along the process of like getting that core three up to where you need them to be. Again, I think the weak link is your head coach. I I don't think he kind of knows what he's doing out there. Yeah. It's it's real sketchy and it looks real weird and the offense looks strange. And I guess that makes sense when you have like an entirely new roster because really yeah. it, it's a hodgepodge of players. It's there's a well, there's a lot going on if, there. If Chauncey Billups told me 
Like if he just goes, hey, it's going to take time. You have to get out there and figure out the speed. If there's a, there's a, you know, as much as everybody would like to think that walking in from the G League is the same thing, we know that it's not. And I don't know if Victor Wembanyama is having a better transition because European basketball is closer to it, or if it's because he's seven foot four. But it, the Dude, idea, if if Chauncey came up to me and go, the idea is, I want Scoot Henderson to play like Malcolm Brogdon. I'd be like, okay. I can get with that. Like he's he's not he's not in built in the same mold where I have to score first and I need to be the guy where Ant has a little bit of that from playing with CJ and Dame. Mm-hmm. Where being a score first point guard, I don't think is the is the recipe for Scoot Henderson. So if you no. look at Malcolm Brogdon and go, hey, at least not what, right now. Well, sure, yeah. but like if that's the idea of his uh, maturation, okay, I can get behind that. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. There you have it. I want to talk about the NFL. Yeah, I'm ready. Great game uh, this weekend uh, with at least the team that we broadcast right here. Um, but I'm very excited. We're kind of getting uh, closer to that halfway point in the NFL season, and I think it's getting interesting. So, and I'm willing to admit I'm wrong also. Well, perfect. We'll start off with you admitting you're wrong. Uh, but before we get to any of that, we've got to do a, a sports center update. And then yeah, we'll do that. I'll do that after. I didn't like the way it went last time. Uh, oh, you didn't like that? No. We'll do. We'll, I'll. I'll give you the lead. What didn't in. you like about it? Eh, just f- Woo! The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. I love this week of NFL matchups. Gonna be great. I don't know how uh, I don't know how everybody feels about this, but a 6:30 a.m. kick for Dolphins Chiefs in Germany. Yeah, let's go. Yes, Frankfurt. They're playing in Frankfurt. It's yeah, fun. grab your beers in your room house. It's wonderful to be playing. But this is a uh, we watch the Americans tickle each other on the pitch. <laughs> Do they call it a pitch in Germany? I don't know. Uh, either way, you get one of the premier matchups, uh, a battle for AFC supremacy uh, kicking off in Frankfurt to start things off. Uh, then at 10 o'clock, you have a battle of a bunch of teams that, uh, let's be honest, are uh, are kind of trying to decide if it's worth watching them the rest of the season. Josh Dobbs taking over for the Vikings. Uh, Desmond Ritter got pulled for the Falcons, but both teams are four and four. You get the uh, the Rams, who started out of the gates pretty good, should beat the Packers, but you'd have a bad thumb for Matthew Stafford. Uh, you've got the the Saints at four and four playing against the Bears should be a win. Are they any good? But the one at the ten o'clock hour that has me most excited, dude. Seahawks at Ravens. Yeah, that's how excited be a are one. you for that game? That's dude. a heat check, baby. Yeah. That's to see if the Seahawks are really for real. Honestly, I. Because, I mean, I know they've played some pretty good opponents, but this should be kind of the heat check moment where you say, In like, Baltimore. Yeah. yeah, you're in Baltimore. Baltimore's kind of on a roll at this point. Uh, Seahawks, again, I said I'd admit it. I was wrong, man. Gino's doing it. The team looks solid. They yep. look good in all facets of the game. They really, and, and Jamal Adams back last yep. week makes a big impact with, dude, his vertical leap on that uh, helmet uh, header that he did for the interception late in the game last week was outstanding. Yeah. Like, you just realize, you're like, oh, yeah, he's just a disruptor. Like, when he is out there, he could be anywhere on the field on any given play and is a disruptor. Is he a great cover guy? No. 
is he a automatic uh you know automatic pass rusher at any time no mm. is he you know big enough to be playing linebacker no but dude he is just disruptive all over the field so to me that is fantastic um your one o'clock hour uh there you got the colts panthers giants raiders who cares don't need that cowboys eagles though should be another good one um if the cowboys you know have had a couple duds and a couple games where they've just dominated another point against a real force in division so i think that game is going to have some uh, definite intrigue for me you Oh, sure. I don't know. I, I, I kind of remove myself from the Cowboys until we get to like <laughs> week 15, right? Yeah, but I'm I, I'm as curious about the Eagles as I am about the oh, Cowboys. Like if the I Eagles go real, out there and just go and stomp them, I mean, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. They, I think they're for real. They're really good. I, well, they were in the Super Bowl last year. Jalen yeah. Hurts seems to be doing it again. So, well, yeah. they're kind of beating the curse. Yeah. yeah Isn't it that like if the, you go to the Super Bowl and you don't win it, you suck the next season? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that usually happens. That's why it's like you wonder if there's going to be any fall-off at any point. But they're actually getting healthier as they kind of go on. So um, I think it's very good. And then the Sunday night game. Oh, this Oof. is... Yeah. Dude, I watched every minute of that <laughs> Niner game. Oh, did you? Niners bang. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, I wanted to see it. Because really, I mean, that was... The, the... unbeatable 49ers now yeah. on a losing streak. And here you go. Well, Bengals. yeah, and that was yeah. kind of the idea. It was like, oh, are they going to go on a losing streak? And then yeah. the other idea was like... Ooh, the Bengals are starting to look more like the Bengals. Dude, and they you get that calf healthy on Joe Burrow. He is yeah. just so good. Yes, yes, he is. Um, he is Aaron Rodgers without the crazy yes. and a yes. little bit of Tom Brady in terms of the accuracy. Well, you know what? I don't. I don't discredit. And I know it's kind of an easy thing, but the Joe Cool thing and going back to Montana, like he just seems to always be under control. Yes. Because like, the Tom Brady, like you go over to the side out here, he is yelling at everybody and getting motivated. Like, I don't, I don't see that from Joe Burrow. Maybe I'm not watching enough of the Bengals, but he doesn't seem to have that hot head. Uh, the Aaron Rodgers. Supreme confidence. The, it, yeah. And the Aaron, the Aaron Rodgers uh, flightiness. He seems to be playing within the offense. And Zach Taylor, I mean, turns out to be the, the perfect hire for there, at least mm -hmm. so far. Yeah. Um, but being able to get it to all his weapons, not trying to ever do too much, which is a Rodgers thing for sure. Oh, yeah. um, I, dude, I, he's just he's just so good. He's great, and, and here so come the Bengals, man. Yep, here come the Bengals. Seriously, this is like um, this is going to be one of the better turnarounds. Now they historic historically have kind of done this with Joe Burrow. Uh, you know, x out that rookie season because he didn't even finish it. But yep. that they have this slow start, and then as the season progresses and moves along, they kind of come on, and then yep. you know, watch out. It gets scary, and I, I think that 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 San Francisco game, especially the fact that it was uh, in. San Francisco, you know, you make that win on the road. Yeah. Uh, that was a real statement. But this Sunday game is going to be awesome, man. This is these are the two heavyweights of the AFC. You know, of course, also Kansas City. But yep. you know, these are the these are the heavy hitters, man. You well, want to see this you in have, prime you have time. Two matchups in yeah. the AFC that uh, I think we're going to see again late in the playoffs. I mean, I think these the four teams: the Dolphins, Chiefs, uh, Bills, and Bengals. It feels like very much are all going to be there. The fifth team that I would put in that mix is the Ravens playing against a very good mm -hmm. NFC team in the Seahawks. So for me, the AFC has the schedule. But the the last thing that I'll say on the uh, NFL schedule is how disappointed are you if you're ESPN, you paid all this money to get the better broadcasters, you paid all this money to get a better schedule, and you end up with the uh, the Chargers and Jets where they're both kind of very disappointing, one for injury reasons. And the Chargers, speaking of coaches that need to be fired, 
Uh, Brennan Staley, I think, is... Uh, um, I don't know if they make seats any hotter than his. Yeah, I know. But you know what? It It's kind of... You know, I, I've thought about this lately, too. And I think, you know, the Chargers are doing what I would consider the right thing, which is... Dude, you got your franchise quarterback. Yep. You can't keep changing coaches up on him. Oh, I get that. Because he had, uh, who did he have year one? Uh, what's his nuts? Vance? No. no. Vance Joseph? Who was the guy that was there for a cup of coffee and then they, he made a playoff appearance. Vance Joseph was, I, the, Van, the, yeah, I'm picturing maybe. the game. Vance Joseph was in, uh, was in Denver, but wasn't yeah. that the, I'm having the time of my life game? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> What, what was the other the time of his life? Yeah, I can't remember what his name is. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know, you don't want to change up too many coaches on him. And, you know, they're already doing that as it is. Is it Anthony is. Lynn? Is that? Yeah, that's it. Okay. Yeah, it's Anthony right. Lynn. And, um, you know, you don't want to change it up because, you know, you've already done it with Kellen Moore. You're bringing him in. Yep. So there's there's a new offensive system. And the worry is is that you, you Alex Smith the guy. You, you throw so much, you know, tribulation in early into his career that he doesn't really get a center. And so I, the Chargers are in good faith trying. They're yeah, like, I get that. look, you know, but it, we're but if, giving you if every they chance. don't start winning and they if, yeah. they if they finish below 500, which is where they're at right now, Brandon Staley's fired. Yeah. I mean, and I don't think they, the it, they'll be a mid-season things. fire. But, uh, but yeah, you get to the end of the season, it doesn't get better. Uh, yeah, he's done. He just, I, I, he just yeah. is. I don't think well, there's any And can I also say, too, in terms of the primetime games, because you, you touched on this, the mm-hmm. ESPN, you know, and then the week before they get Raiders-Lions. Yeah. You know, shame on the NFL for <laughs> scheduling these. Like, scheduling uh, primetime games? What are you talking no, about? No, scheduling primetime games with just, like, teams that, like, the really, it's the really the only, only it's the city that's going to watch it. And that's it. Like, why are the Raiders in primetime? Who cares? Why are the Bears on Sunday night? No one wants to watch the Bears unless you live in Chicago. Bears, Chargers? Come on, man. But you're doing it on hype. And who who had the Chargers being this meh? A lot of people. Dude, it's the Chargers. Come on. Well... They have great quarterback. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a break, yeah. dude. Well, look. yeah. That that was really bad. Yeah, That's why Chargers I'm so excited back to back weeks. Uh, That's why I'm so excited for this Sunday because it was like, oh my gosh, finally you scheduled something that makes sense. Like, it, you're, you're, but scheduling on hype. The Raiders do have a big audience. You know, people are watching that. So does Chicago. You have to give Chicago, Las Vegas, the both New York teams need to get at least a handful of primetime games. And the Jets were supposed to have Aaron Rodgers. So. <laughs> See, that's the other thing about NFL scheduling is why did you do that? Yeah. Why did you put so much stock into Aaron Rodgers, who, by the way, the past two seasons was hurt? Because people will watch. Because mm-hmm. people will watch. Uh, all right. Speaking of people watching, we need to tell you what to watch. Before we can do that, uh, we need to sneak away for one more traffic and weather update. I guess we have two more. Um, but did you know if you're heading down to Eugene, you can stop for Victorico's Mexican food on your way to Otson in Salem, Albany, Springfield, and Eugene. Just pre-order, and it's lightning fast. Uh, go to victoricos.com to do so. Ladies and gentlemen, here is Will Darkens. Which is the most exciting matchup in the field of competition? Which game will leave you kicking yourself if you miss it? Which channel should you switch to when the sporting day is gone? Welcome to America's most exciting sports talk radio show segment. It's time for What to Watch. Presented by Encore Audio Video. Now hear this. 
Whether you're looking for a new TV or a custom home theater, start at Encore Showroom at 14th and Everett in the Pearl. Now our expert panel, avid television viewer Will Darkins. And increasingly out-of-touch father of twin girls, Luke Anderson. Are here to tell you what to watch. Literally, it's what to watch on The Sinner and the Saint on 1080 The Fan. All right, got to go quick. Good thing uh, you don't care about the uh, Beavers anymore. What are you watching <laughs> for in the Ducks game today? Uh, just win the game, man. Just get out of there. Do what you did in Utah. Just, just get in there and get out. We all know what's going on. Most important game next is USC. That'll be the one that you can kind of get over. And then uh, you got the Civil War, which will be very exciting uh, for you, not Oregon State. Yeah, I think if you're in Eugene, I think you're right. Make it easy and then sit get back and watch there. the second half of USC and Washington. I think that's what you're watching for in this one. So, yeah, don't let Cal think they have a chance and don't. Uh, hopefully you don't have to play starters in the fourth quarter. Stay healthy. Get out. Um, all right, uh, next up we've got uh, Andy Johnson. Uh, Anthony Newman and Dustin Hera all down in Eugene. They will be doing your game day, and then we'll take it all the way up to kick at 2.30. Have a great Saturday. We are done for now. Thanks, Will. We're done. Bye-bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.